Inside Track, the official podcast of World Athletics. And it's going to be Julia at Alfred, 6.98. She doesn't know it yet, but she has won the first ever medal for St. Lucia. On the way late to rise, he will believe this is going to be a glittering gold. Watch the clock, this is quick. 7.31, unbeatable. And for the fourth time in history... We've just watched a man run inside 7.3 for the 60-metre hurdles. Devon Charlton streaking away, five barriers cleared, now is the finish line. 7.65 is the second world record of this World Indoor Championships. She is brilliant. Welcome to Inside Track. I'm Sanya Richards-Ross. I'm Kelly Southerton. And I'm Richard Kilty. We've got some incredible guests coming up today, including the newly crowned women's 60 metre sprint champion, Julian Alfred. We've also got Greg Holloway. And world record holder, Devon Charlton. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're so excited for you guys to catch all of that. But let's start off with our highlights from the third day at the World Championships. Kelly, what you got? Well, this morning, I think it might have gone undetected a little bit in the women's triple jump. Early start, Rich will know he would have been there watching his wife yeah. um, early. Um, it was Thea Lafon from this really small island in the Caribbean, Dominica. Mm. She jumped a 15.01 like world lead mm. and that's just massive. They've not won a world championship um, ever before. So that's a first for the island and first yeah. for her. It was great to see. Very competitive competition. Yeah. Um, my second one goes, obviously, multi-events at heart is Simon Niemhammer, um, the Swiss athlete. He mm. did a, a PB of like 60 points, scored 6,418 in a hep. It was quite a traumatic 1,000 metres watching him run. I don't know if you've watched it in the stadium, but you can see... When they're running around, their points change depending on how fast they are. So right. They, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw was, that, yeah. The yeah. lead was changing between the three all the time. Mm-hmm. So there was Kem, uh, Mullings from the Bahamas and is it Scossum um, from Norway. And it was just like, who's going to win? Who's going to win? And then, then it disappears in the last like 100 metres and you don't know. You have, yeah, the, the but, drama. Yeah, yeah it was so, good to see him win because he does usually struggle, doesn't he? I remember, I think it was Munich when he really he was in the lead and then he really struggled in the 1500. So yeah. it was finally to, yeah. good to see him actually win it by holding on. Yeah, in, in, so a really world-class event and a really world-class um, performance. But obviously Simon Ehammer has also won a medal at the World Championships in long jump. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, where does his heart lie? You know, is he going to go stay with Decathlon and Mike? events or is he going to go long jump I mean I know what I would choose I mean what you know 10 or, or 1 yeah. easy um, and tonight it's like when an outsider comes in and takes the race I, that's what I get excited about so in the men's 1500 metres uh, Kiwi oh, yeah. Geordie Beamish he, he was literally 6th or 7th from 100 yeah. to go stormed the bend 5th took over 4 guys in the home straight in like 50 metres and came outside and one in 336, which I think also might have been a personal best, which is Yeah, I actually, think you said PB. Yeah. You know, what's funny is that because like when we're in the stands, we always like pick who's going to win and Ross picked him to win. Yeah. I said, yeah, probably you and him were the only two that thought yeah, <laughs> yeah. But what an exciting race, right? What an exciting race mm-hmm. and another medal for New Zealand because yeah. they've got two world champions today, um, one in the high jump earlier. So um, a great day for New Zealand, but obviously a great day for Georgia they, Beamish. They've yeah. done really well. We mentioned yesterday, didn't we, that the Aussies and the Kiwis have done really well and that could be the fact that right now over in that part of the world it's their summer season and right. they usually have their national championships in March so right. I think they they're finally so decided right we're coming straight to world yeah, indoors because so sometimes fit. they'd skip it yeah they had Tom Walsh getting the silver as well 
and um, Zoe Hobbs ran seven zero yeah. six and oh, sixty. Yeah. So they've all run. Yeah. They've well, all come. Yeah. It's a road to Paris for them. I imagine mm-hmm. their qualifications and their trials are in the yeah. next four weeks. When we spoke to, uh, spoke to Nicola Olis Lagers the other day, she's got her trials in four week Aussie yeah. trials. So that's they're all gearing up for Paris, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah, awesome. It was an exciting day. What are your picks? Mine will be the two four by fours, to okay. be honest. I thought they were unbelievable. I watched them with my son and it was the first time he, he was actually glued on because even yeah. watching his mum this morning, he was quite bored. He was just like, oh, when can we go? You know. Um, but yeah, it was it was incredible. It was good to see Noah come yeah. out there. He, he held his own. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his split was, but it looked quick and yeah. it was good to see him test the waters in there. And... Alexander Doom again came through, took it right on the line. He pipped yeah. Carsten yesterday right with a strong finish and then to come past today and then dip it. Yeah. Um, I think the commentator shout with Doomsday. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah he's literally Doomsday two days in a row. So <laughs> he's row. had an unbelievable championship. So yeah. it's great to see him leave with two medals. Mm-hmm. Women's four by four. I actually thought Alexis Holmes was going to take it at one point. You could see when they handed over, we've seen a national record for Netherlands, national record for Britain. Mm-hmm. And the Americans, when Femke took the bat on, Alexis was just a couple of metres right behind. And it. it was like they were both kind of like sitting back for the first they were. lap. And then it went down to the kick and it did look for a moment that Alexis may have taken her again, mm-hmm. uh, coming into the straight. But again, very, 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 very exciting race. The top three performances were really good. Very quick indoor meetings. What yeah, you, I uh, got to say. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I got to say, I, I, the only thing I think is a little bit weird is the 4x4 four four not closing out the meet. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Weird. I yeah, think yeah. it's weird in the middle of the competition, yeah. but it was still great. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of excitement, a lot of drama, um, and the, the men and women showed up and showed out. Um, my favorite performances of the evening, first was Bryce Hoppel. Um, if you guys have been following him, he's been talking about how important it is for the U.S. men to really show up in the in the mid-distance, and he's like, I want to be the person that's leading the charge. So, you know, you say that, you got to go out there and show up, and so he did today you know, came from behind and really surged and brought home a gold medal for Team USA. So that was amazing. My girl, Tara Davis Woodall, who is also a fellow Longhorn. I don't, I'm not, you know, keeping count, but the Longhorns are kind of dominating here. here. I think you've mentioned them uh, literally in every podcast we've done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what else is not just that she won her first world indoor title, but she's such a, an amazing sportsman, like, yeah. you know, showman. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's like, she engages with the crowd. She's always asking for claps. She has her hat. Yeah, you know, after I feel like that's what the sport needs. Yeah, it's like yeah. you can't just go out here and just win. You know, you want to make the crowd feel like they're a part of your performance because they, they, they that's what they want, right? They're here to support you. What's the hat about? So she's from Texas. Is that, yeah. So she's a cowgirl, okay. and they wear the boots okay. as well. And they yeah. wear the boots, okay. and and she's just all into it. And she's so authentically herself wherever she goes. So I love her. Great for her. Congratulations on a big win. And then Devin Charlton, who obviously broke the world record earlier this year, yeah. had a huge target on her back and came out and was just consistent every single round. You know, I love to see when the the person who's been touted to win can go out and do it and, and defend that you know that that not she didn't have the title but you know defend that claim that everybody was saying so I thought those were the three races that really stood out for me yeah it was, the women's hurdles was very good because Samba Mayela from France yes. she won it last time and Devon got second yes. so the tables were turned this yes. time and to see it with a world record and she called out in the heats the commentator's side, the, the host at the side said, we'll we see a world record. And she said, probably. She actually <laughs> said she was so confident she was mm-hmm. going to she was gonna do it. But to mm-hmm. see a world record, her start is so quick because yeah. the Polish girl, Pia Skakowska, who got the bronze, she ran incredibly well. She's got a 60-meter PB of 7.09, I believe, which is oh, world wow. class. But yes. Devon literally took two meters out of her to the yeah. first hurdle. So yeah. I was thinking, what would she actually <laughs> run on a 60-meter flat? Yeah. That would be good. But yeah, yeah. amazing to see a world record. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, we are joined by the sensational, newly <laughs> crowned world indoor champion at 60 meters, Julian Alfred. Woo-woo! 
Listen, you deserve that. Thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. I mean, Thank you so had by far one of the most sensational senior years of any collegiate athlete. You topped it off by winning the Bowerman. You were basically undefeated, 100 champion, 200 meter champion. Um, now you're a professional athlete and you come to your first international competition, your first big international competition, and you win. I know. And you win. <laughs> okay. I said yesterday when we were talking about the 60, I said, you know, one of the things about Julian is that she's so used to winning and winning is a habit. So if she's in the fight, you know, my money's on you that you're going to win. What was this experience like for you? And what has it meant to you to, to walk away with another gold medal? It means a lot to me. Um, I've had the experience of going to the world championship in 2022 and also last year, 2023. Yeah. And I felt like I had the experience of going through like each round and being mentally prepared for like, you know, this kind of championship. So yeah. I felt ready going into it. Yeah. And I was really impressed with how you navigated through the rounds. Every round got quicker. Mm -hmm. And in the semifinals, Swoboda ran really quick. But yeah. when you ran, your race looked really, really controlled. And it was clear to see that if you maybe just got a slightly better start, once you hit your top speed, if you were anywhere in shooting distance, you were going to win. So I was very, very impressed with that. And like Sanya said, you've had a very, very successful first year as a, a professional. Did the NC uh, system you were a longhorn like Sanya, yeah. ha has that prepared you and almost like hardened you as a competitor to, um, because you do race a lot. And I yeah. believe this is the fifth or sixth time you've run under seven seconds, which is it may be we, we need to check the <laughs> stats but I don't know how many people have ever done, done that, that in history because it's yeah. very rare yeah. right. and you're so dialed in delivering us these world class performances now did the collegiate um, experience help you because you're from St. Lucia and mm. how, how was that whole experience and has that prepared you a lot for that now stepping up as a professional because you are still with the same coach also right yeah. <laughs> I was about to say my environment has a lot to do with it. Being around the same group, the same coaches who have helped yeah. me get to this point, I think sticking with them and trusting them as much as I can has really helped me get to this point. And also NCAA um, season, but mostly sticking with Coach Flo, sticking with my team, the staff of Texas, yeah. and just my teammates, the environment has really helped me become you know, the person I am today. Yeah. Um, I love that you mentioned that, Rich, because we are fellow Longhorns, and I do feel like the University of Texas does have such a rich history, one, yeah. but also it's such a great place to prepare us to do well on this level because one people are always gunning for us <laughs> everybody wants to beat Texas right. <laughs> um, and then you know you obviously get to race against the best consistently you know I wanted to, to ask you about what it means to you to represent St. Lucia you're, you're winning the first medal ever for St. Lucia at the, a gold medal at these championships <laughs> not just in the women's 60 but period in any event what does right. that mean to you to be carrying the flag for St. Lucia for that incredible island you know how much pride does that give you it gave me lots of pride. You know, growing up, I've always dreamt of being, you know, one of St. Lucia's first medal, whether gold, silver, bronze, mm -hmm. no matter what, I always dreamt of, you know, being um, a, a medalist for them. And I think just carrying that flag, on, flag last night, it meant so much to me. And I'm hoping that it can inspire the youth in my country because Absolutely. I really want to help <laughs> the track and field community and just the youth in my country, you know, help them to continue to stick to what, they, what they're doing and just not, you know, fall by the wayside and just go, and give up on their dreams. I'm mm -hmm. hoping that it can inspire them to, like, you know, get out there and continue to work towards what they want. How, how, how often do you get back to St. Lucia? Not that, not that very often. Yeah. I haven't been home since 2022, December, mm -hmm. um, since I became a brand ambassador for First National Bank. But I'm hoping to go home soon to celebrate with them. Awesome, yeah. I know, I know they can't wait to see you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
And Julian, tell us about your um, your development into the sport. Mm-hmm. You, you you went to Texas and you, you're with Coach Flows, who, who's an incredible coach. You've got an amazing setup. One of my teammates, Dina, is now your training partner. Right, and, yes. uh, Adelecki, the amazing 400 meter runner from Ireland. Right. You've got a great setup with a great coach. Mm-hmm. But how did you get into the sport in St. Lucia and what is the setup like there? And how did you find your way in, yeah. in, 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 into sport? Because you're obviously an amazing talent and it's so special to see someone from St. Lucia, the, the, the first we've ever seen win a world world title and you you like you said you're going to inspire many but how did how would did your journey begin in the sport i started at a very young age just running against like for my color house we do houses in yeah, school yeah that was in jamaica yeah. too yes <laughs> yeah. so i started running against for my house um running against the guys and i was recognized by one of my p teacher he passed away um may rest in peace in in last december oh, um and he yeah he recognized me at a very young age and after that i joined the club with speed printed survivors um when at the age of 10 or 9 i can't remember exactly mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and i stopped when my dad passed away um back in 2012 or 2013 mm-hmm. and my coach at the time he came to look for me um because he, he recognized my potential you know in the sport and he said he would do whatever he can to help me continue with the support, you know, yeah. because at the time my mom... Girl, you give me chills every time <laughs> yeah. you open your mouth. Oh, my goodness. My mom, a single parent, um, taking care of, like, four children on her own, wow. having to go to work and just not really being there, you know, when we when we needed her. I would say she was there, yes, but she also had to take care of, like, the bills and take care of things in the house. Right. So she wasn't there every time that we needed her. Um, and then I just continued. He came, he came to look for me, supporting me throughout my entire... My entire youth, youthful years, I attended Leonhead's Comprehensive. Then after my second form, mm-hmm. I don't know what is considered in America for those who don't understand. Yeah, that's, second form is eighth grade, right? So that's like... Secondary um, school. Yes, yeah, secondary school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like 12, 13. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did the heptathlon when okay. I was younger. Oh, yeah. yes. interesting. I, I went to CAC Games and I got a scholarship to go to Jamaica at that age. So I left my country at the age of 14 to chase my dreams to go to Jamaica to Nessie Catherine High School. Oh. And graduated and, um, good. Went to, went to Texas. Yeah. With Coach Flo and, I mean, it's been, it's been a journey. What a, what a beautiful story. And, you know, I just take a moment to just highlight how important it is for other people to just invest in our youth. You know, the fact that your coach actually saw the potential and made it his point to be there for you. Who knows what would have happened if it weren't for his contribution? So, like you said, may he rest in peace. And we're we're the sporting community is grateful that he that he did that. Right. Um, can you talk about what was your what was your mentality like uh, when you won on last night? So obviously there was I've never seen it before where an athlete is actually carted off the field prior to competition. So you guys mm-hmm. had to stand there behind your blocks for. An additional yeah. five, ten yeah. minutes, which is, you know, I just, I'm just curious, like, what were you thinking? How were you able to stay in the moment and then produce one of your best races? So going to the competition, after the semifinals, I was trying to not get too hard on myself yeah. because the semifinals really wasn't the best. But after having a talk with my coach, he said, this is your championship. Like, nobody can take it from you. Yeah. And just go out there. And it's time for you to believe in yourself. He can't do it for me anymore. And mm-hmm. he's believed in me throughout, you know, my five years at Texas. Mm-hmm. And just going out there, all I can remember is my coach saying that to me and standing by my blocks, I can just... I was just telling myself, this is yours, this is yours right mm-hmm. now. And just not letting myself get distracted by what was happening around me. Yeah. And I think it's the first time I really expressed myself behind blocks, like shouting or like clapping. I've never done that. I've just always been like so serious and yeah. just so like yeah. tense. But just getting it out, getting the, my, my, just shouting, it was, it helped a lot. I've oh, never wow. done that before. Yes. Yeah. I think I was so caught up, um, on watching, um, 
the American Aaliyah Hobbs that I didn't I didn't see you doing that, but that's that's really cool that you were able to express yourself and to get so I guess some of the nerves out and perform at that high level. Well, we want to thank you for taking the time stopping by Inside Track for this podcast. You are such a bright light in the sport, and we know thank that the so best much. is still yet to come for you. So congratulations thank you. on a great start to your professional career. Thank Julian you, so Alfred. All right, we are joined by back-to-back two-time world indoor champion at the 60-meter hurdles, Grant Holloway. Woo, 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 woo! Everybody goes crazy. Everybody goes crazy. Man, I know that you always say, like, you you know, you don't really talk much about the streak, but for the people who are watching who don't know, like, you have been undefeated since 2014. That's 10 years of excellence and dominance indoors, like... Like, what would you attribute that to? Like, how are you so good indoors, especially being so tall? Like, it just blows my <laughs> mind that you're able to have such a good start and be so and be so good at 60 meters. I'm getting off the pass like Christian Coleman. Exactly. How? <laughs> how? People want, like, there are people out there who want to learn how to do that. Like, how are you so good at it? I think it's just, it's a testament to the hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a testament to, obviously, everybody knows my coach is Coach Holloway. Yeah. He kind of starts the tree. Mm-hmm. And obviously... A tree has roots, and the roots all sprout out. And I think Coach Holler is one of the main roots to, you know, me. You know, yeah. I'm the trunk, I'm the, the limbs and everything, yeah. everything that you guys see. But under, underneath, uh, Coach Holloway is definitely putting together and surrounding me with the people that I need to be surrounded with. So I think it starts with him. It trickles down to the rest of the team. And then it also starts with just figuring out what your strengths are yeah. and then making your strengths be dominant and then also working on your weaknesses. Yeah, I mean, well, you have certainly figured out working on your strengths. And, <laughs> and um, the indoor 60-meter hurdles seems to be one of them. Are you having fun? I am. Um, I think fun is a is a, is a is an interesting word because fun can go any any direction. Yeah. Um, with me, I I am not the one to boast and brag about where I'm at in my career, what I've accomplished. I'm the one to, in the moment, yes, that's me. I have my 48 hours, 72 hours to celebrate and have fun. But then right afterwards, it's, you know, it's on to the next goal. Yeah. I set my standards and my goals so high that when it's, when I achieve them, it's not anything where it's like, it's new. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like, you know, I did it. All right. What's next? So because you've been, you've got this unrivaled, this uh, run of wins, what's your mindset when you go into every race? Because obviously everyone's going to be coming in and yeah. be gunning. Oh, once if he hits home, yeah. I can take him, I can take him. But that hasn't happened. But what is your mindset? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've definitely, over the my short pro career, I've definitely played a big old target on my back. Yeah. Um, from outdoor world championships to indoor world championships to Diamond League wins. That's just all across the board. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing is with me is I always find a way to win. Regardless if it's a slow time, regardless yeah. if it's a fast time, yeah. I'm always finding a way to win. And that's what track and field is all about. Any given Sunday, whenever the bright lights are on, you have to be the first to the finish line, regardless of what's happening. Right. You know, I think as quiet as it's kept, you are probably one of the biggest stars in our sport based on your performances. Um, you know, but obviously there is a big goal that you still want to achieve, and that's the Olympic gold Absolutely. medal. So, like, what are you doing now? Obviously, you win and you you know you you win indoor all the time, so that's normal. Nothing different there. But how are you going to shift and take this win from here to like really transition and ramp up to win that gold medal in Paris? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously the indoor success is there. The yeah. outdoor success 
is there, but right. obviously it's not as dominant right. as the indoor success. So obviously there's a little discrepancy there, but I mean, my team and I are going to continue just to work. Obviously we're fit. Obviously we're happy. Obviously we're healthy. <laughs> yeah. So we're all three components that make track and field <laughs> easy. Yeah. Um. So I think we're just going to continue just to work on that. And, you know, even before I got to this meet, I was going over eight, nine hurdles and my momentum and my speed and my steps were there. So it's 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 there. And the biggest thing is I even have it tattooed on me with a whole sleeve of regrets that um, I got to wait a moment for my moment. Mm. Your eyes, your eyes lit up when I, I said like, sleeve of regrets. But no, uh, I have to wait a moment for my moment. I got to um, wait. Say it again. I got to wait a moment for, for my, my moment. moment. Wow. And it could be. I love that. It could be today. Yep. It could be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It could be six years down the line. Mm-hmm. But when our moment comes, you know, I have to be prepared for it. And we always use, um, I'm not there yet. We're always looking for that yet or that word there. And I think with me, I'm, I'm still trying to approach that word there or yet. And, um, I'm excited for it. Um, the biggest thing is with me is I love, I love, I love, I love to give credit where it's due. Um, not just for myself, but everybody else around me because, you know, track and field, is not just what you guys see on the track. Yeah. It's behind the scenes that really make the athlete, which really mold and shape, um, you know, what we are able to produce. So what happens now? You have your little bit of celebration, you said 72 hours, go back home. When do you, so period of training is going to happen, you're going to open up, but what's going to happen in that period of time? In this period of time, uh, sit back and not watch track and field, get away, <laughs> get away from it, disconnect. Um, I think the biggest thing is for me is just, um, Give thanks. Find ways to show the people that helped you get there, rather if it was small, rather if it was big, show appreciation to them. So then that that way they're going to continue to work hard. They're going yeah. to continue to, uh, quote unquote, be there for you. Because yeah. there's been plenty of times where I might not have the motivation to go to practice. Sure. But Coach Holloway, um, one, of, one, of, one, of, one of my therapists or, or maybe even another strength and conditioning coach, yeah. someone's going to be there to give you that extra you yeah, 40%, you 30% that yeah. you need. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give thanks to them. And obviously, April, mid-April, mid-May will be here real quick. And mm-hmm. I'll be opening up and I'll be back on the circuit. And I'm going to need all the energy and, and thanks again. So. I want to ask you, um, you talk about, you know, the people around you. Your mom's actually here. She's actually been with you, supporting you. There's a really cool video of her circulating on social media, (laughs) cheering you on. Talk about, um, you know, your family support and what, you know, your mom and your family has meant to you. Yeah. So I, everybody always wants that. Oh, I grew up in section eight household. (laughs) I don't have this. I didn't have that, Mm -hmm. but everything I've ever wanted, I got. Amen to that. Everything. Good job, mama. (laughs) If I ever needed a pair of shoes, it was like, all right, cool. It's Monday. I need you to be a good boy for the rest of the week. Yeah. We'll go get them Friday afternoon. Yeah. It was never like, well, we need to wait a month, two months for the money. It was always just, just if you do right, I'll do right by you. And I was able to flip the. I was able to flip the. He script. was a good boy for his mom. Yeah. Oh, There's no, hope for your family. Oh, I'm a mama now, yeah. so this stuff hits a little different. Yeah. You know, it's like you know, it's because it's hard. It is. It's hard it being is. a mother. You want you want to point to your children so much. You want to see them be great, and then you do all that, and then you you get this product. You just like you get the so good proud. product. You get the good product. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, no, I, my whole family was in the stands. Uh, my my dad, my mom, my girlfriend. 
Um, my therapist was out there. He was in the stands. He was with me side by side through it all. So, it, like I said, you give mm-hmm. thanks to the people that were making that 2%, 3% impact in your life. And, you know, that's that's the game changer for me. Um, I've always, if you notice on any of my posts, I'm always like great team win. Yeah. Or uh, there was a big team win here in, in Monaco. There was a yeah. good team win here in London. There was a good team win here in Hingelo. It's not, you guys see Grant Holloway, but within Grant Holloway, yeah. he has his starting five or his starting mm-hmm. 11 yeah. out there. And, you know, without, without them, there is no, there is no me. There's a big, there is a big team and a, you're a machine that's making you. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're just representing Absolutely. them. So it's really humbling. To sit that, that you give thanks to everybody in and around you. Because I don't mm-hmm. think not everyone realizes not everyone that even does the that. smallest cog yeah. is, the, is the biggest piece to yeah. make you work. I mean, That's there's a... plenty of times where I could be like, uh, Carlos can attest to it. There's been plenty of times I'm calling him, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might need a little bit of extra love. And, he, and he's and he's opened up his house. He's going in his shop early for me. He's coming in. He's rearranging. And like, it's the small things that, that help. And it goes towards that that Olympic dream that we're all trying to conquer. Okay, Grant, I have one final question for you. Hit me. I'm ready. All right. So would you ever consider doing the 400-meter hurdles? No. <laughs> so You I got everything. You, you got I, everything that it I takes. I thought you was getting ready to say something about a 4 by 4 because there's, there's breaking news getting ready to come out early. Uh, Give uh, us the news. Inside track. <laughs> Break the news. Give us the tea. No, Are you going to be no, on the 4 by 4 No. Noah Lyles is running the 4 by 4 Oh, he gave us that tea already. You know I got uh, that scoop. You know, I need scoop uh, on you. You know no, I, got, I got that I have, scoop. I have no scoop. I mean, I've always... Grant, wait, wait. Listen, listen. Consider this. Listen. Listen to I'm me. I'm listening. Okay. So you've already done everything in the 60-meter hurdles. Like, it ain't nothing else to do, right? Right, right, right. You're about to win Paris. There ain't going to be nothing else to do. So then why don't we try yeah. something new? Like, why don't and give the folks what they want. Why don't I, Decathlon. We, he, if he ain't doing the four hurdles, he's not doing, <laughs> yeah, he's not doing 10 events. He, if he's not like doing the four hurdles, he's not. What about an open 100? We don't want to see in the 100. We want to see in the four no. hurdles. Because you could do something. I'm all over the place because someone said they want the open 100. You, you <laughs> now want me to you know why I want that. Now you want me to 400. I think for me, honestly, like honestly, I'm on this trajectory yep. like a roller coaster. At some point, it gotta come down. Right. And so when keep, it co- you had to keep riding yeah, it up. I'm, I hear I'm you. like, I'm like, I don't know what the largest roller coaster in the world is, yeah. but I'm just like this. <laughs> Chugging up. I'm Chugging just up. Chug- <laughs> and then every now and then you get, whoa, 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 okay. Keep we going good. up. Keep going. Yeah, every now and then we get a little, we're like, yeah. whoa, whoa, what yeah, yeah. are we doing? You're here? on the crest of a wave that is yeah. never crashing. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, and I agree, you keep rolling on it. No, you keep rolling on it. I'm on the upper trajectory, and I always said, as soon as it starts to come down yeah. i have no problem walking away from the sport good for you saying i did everything i wanted to do if i didn't do it i know i gave 110 percent, and i'm okay with it there's no there's no all right well grant holloway's 36 years old you'll try it he's the seven-time world champion lane yeah. one yeah got no. in here for qualifying time of 1345 no thank you i'll be in this no i want to be in the stand. <laughs> I'm you watching it from home. I hear you. I'm watching it from it. home. Listen, this was a delight to have I you. Thank you so much amazing. for stopping Thank by, hanging so out much. on Inside Track. You were awesome. Grant Holloway, folks. Inside Track, the official podcast of World Athletics. All right, we saved one of the best for last. Look who we've got. World record holder and newly crowned world indoor champion is Devin Charlton. How you feeling? I feel pretty good. Um, I don't know. This is 
also new to me, the cameras and the <laughs> Get used to it, honey. <laughs> you look like you're ready with the pink hair and all. I'm sorry. You look like you're ready for the, the lights, the bright yeah, lights. thank you. Trying something new. <laughs> It looks good on you. It looks good on you. Um, You brought something into the room with you, Adam, and there's a massive, big purple... I think it's a check for what is it? It's like... The world World record record. check for (laughs) $50,000! Cha-ching! Cha-ching! I need to ask you a question about that. So, and I hope I'm right, you smashed the world record a couple of weeks ago. Mm. They better be giving you the 50 grand twice, right? I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they have to. They have yeah. to. Yeah, because yeah, if she didn't break it again, they would have gave her the of one, course, right? Yeah, you so, just yeah. need to yeah. keep chipping that away. Okay, yeah. I would like <laughs> that to So you've got two of those checks now. No, Your bank just... must hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, your performance was lights out. We were talking before you came about how hard it is to have the target on your back like you did. You came in as a heavy favorite with that world record and you kept your head and you were able to deliver. So what was your preparation like coming into this season? Obviously, you've just burst on the scene, but you've been able to really keep it together when it counted. So what was your preparation like this season? Yeah, I think I did a lot more work off the track than I did on um, on the track Things were business as usual. We made a few tweaks here and there, but um, I really looked into my mental health. I got a sports psychologist. Um, I started working with a nutritionist, just um, focusing on better sleep. Um, Treating myself a whole lot better off the track, I think, Mm -hmm. was the biggest change I've made. Awesome. So we had David Oliver on the podcast earlier, and he said he would get me if I didn't say that your parents actually went to Howard. Yeah. And your dad actually still holds records there in the 400. Mm-hmm. So this actually, you know, is runs in your genes that you'd be this great. He was just disappointed that you didn't come to Howard, too. Oh. You, went to, <laughs> you went to Purdue. He said he would have loved, you know, for you to have uh, been a Howard grad as well. But um, what's your coaching situation like? Are you still with your Purdue coaches, new coaching? Like, what's what's your coaching situation? Yeah, I'm still with my coach from Purdue. Oh, He's fantastic. now the head coach at the University of Kentucky, and so I followed him over there. And mm-hmm. this is our 10th season uh, working together. Wow. Wow. Another thing I wanted to ask, I couldn't help but notice when I'd seen it when you broke the world record um, a couple of weeks back. And firstly, congrats, fastest time in history mm-hmm. twice and world champ, you got the silver last time, I yeah. believe. Yes. And um, so congrats on, on avenging that and becoming taking the crown. But I did notice when you started to the first huddle, you're putting like two meters on people to the first 10. And some of the girls, uh, <laughs> like Pia, the Polish girl who got the bronze, she's ran like 7-1 in the 60. How quick are you? Because surely you must be rapid over the 60 because you're just gapping them to the first hurdle. Yeah, I mean, my PR goes back to college. I was a 7-26 uh, yeah. sprinter, but... that. I was more of a hurdler that sprinted, and yeah, so um, yeah. didn't really get to mix it up in that event too much. But um, I definitely think if I like took the ser- sixty seriously this year and ran a couple more times, I could have put down like a seven-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you could run quicker. You look like t- that first that start. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Crazy, no, it's, yeah, like- it's, it's it's crazy, but. I mean, yeah, it's just mind blowing what you've done this season, and I think we're all kind of just like you know still relishing in your performance. Uh, how often do you get back to the Bahamas? What is it like? Like, I mean, I, I know, like, coming from an island, obviously, mm-hmm. I was born in Jamaica as well. You know, athletics is big. Yeah. You know, like, when you when you do what you've done, you know, the country just gets behind you. Have mm-hmm. you been able to go back and experience any of that? Like, how often are you in the Bahamas? Yeah, I go back home maybe three, four times a year. Um, as often as I can, mm-hmm. um, you know, Coach Green is great. He lets us um, go wherever as long as there's a track in the weight room. Mm-hmm. And he sends the workout. And so, like, I'll go over there and just have a good time for, like, a week or two. Um, I'm about to go back home. Uh, I, I really think it's going to be, like, pandemonium. Yes, and it should <laughs> be. It was a big deal be. two years ago. And, <laughs> I mean, the 
accolades I've gotten since then, I think yeah. is going to be a big to do. Awesome. How's this world record in the 60 hurdles? How are you going to transition that to the 100 hurdles? Because, you know, it's now you've got to add another 40 meters. Yeah. So how are you thinking about this going into Paris? Yeah, I mean, I think my start's always been good. I think yeah. that's always been my strong point, even outside. Um, but always need to work on like those last three or four hurdles. And so um, just kind of take a look at what we've been doing here, what we can improve on. And then also what I did last season outdoor um, and just, just work on that just to make sure that I can translate this outside. Yeah. It's, it's so exciting to see, you know, when you do the short form of hurdles and then what the transition will be. So I'm super excited to yeah. see you race. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure you are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm super excited to get going yeah. outside. Yeah, I'm going to take like a little bit of vacation first. Though. Yes, you should take a yeah. little bit of time off. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Bahamas, will you have to go to a trials or nationals or are you automatically on the team to Paris? Yeah, no. So we do have we do have trials. Um, pretty much the situation is qualify and finish top three at, at our trials. Okay. Will we see you in the Bahamas at the World Relays leading off the on the first leg? I mean, that I, would would be cool. they, I always get stuck on, on first leg every time I run at home. They're like, you're yeah. the best daughter, you run first. Yeah. And um, I mean, I've committed myself to the relay team, so nice. I'm super excited to run. Cause I've, we've hosted before, but I've always been in college and had obligations there, so I, right. I can never run. Well, we'll we're going to be grabbing you again for the podcast there. Okay. Um, and you can tell us what the celebrations were like when you went back after this big Big win and this, you know, once again, the world record will be there with the podcast. So we, we hope that you will join us on Inside Track again. Big congratulations from Thank all you. of us. Thank yeah, you. Congratulations. Thank you. That's a wrap from Glasgow, but it's certainly not a wrap from the Inside Track podcast. And over the next couple of weeks, we've got some fantastic names and interviews coming your way and the team will be back together for the World Athletics Relays in the Bahamas. So make sure you're following this podcast on your favorite podcast apps so you don't miss a thing. Inside Track. For a full video version of this podcast and more, head to worldathletics.org. This podcast was produced by Voice Work Sport for World Athletics.